Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. Courtesy of our friends across the pond at Boxing247.com and a few others today. And I'm going to start off uh, with a little bit of a recap, if you will, of the ongoing saga of Terrence Crawford and his comments made this past week with respect to Al Heyman and his fighter, Errol Spence. Now, as you all know, we were expecting that a deal would get done and a fight to happen between Errol and Terence this month. But it didn't. Instead, we're going to see uh, two other fights take place between those two guys. But anyway, in the wake of Terence Crawford's comments, we have now uh, Oscar De La Hoya entering the fray. Now, keep in mind, we were all hoping to see Ryan Garcia take on Gervonta Davis at some point, uh, if a deal could be done between... Oscar De La Hoya's Ryan Garcia and Al Heyman's uh, Javante Davis. <laughs> but in the wake of these comments, I kind of doubt that that deal is going to get done. Uh, notwithstanding the fact that I think a tentative deal was on the table and it was all contingent on uh, the pay-per-view rights, which is the big issue uh, that is coming up in the majority of these uh, discussions. Anyway, this is what Oscar De La Hoya had to say with respect to uh, Terence Crawford and his comments regarding Al Heyman. My respects to Terence Crawford and exposing the Al Heyman circus, he said. I've been dealing with this shit for years. I promoted all the PBC fighters and it's all the same bullshit with them. They are not in charge. I'll be going live soon to elaborate and expose the truth. To that end, boxing fans, I did reach out to Oscar De La Hoya and asked him to come on our Friday night uh, panel discussion with Tim Witherspoon this evening. I hope he responds. More importantly, I hope he shows up and puts his money where his mouth is and actually says something. Now, it's, it is interesting that uh, Errol Spence came out uh, quite harshly uh, and said some few things about uh, Oscar De La Hoya uh, because Oscar De La Hoya uh, had said some pretty, pretty uh, disruptive things uh, about other boxers, and uh, Errol Spence is, is pretty upset at the Oscar De La Hoya right now. But anyway, uh, let's let's hope that uh, uh, the Golden Boy uh, founder Oscar De La Hoya comes on our show this evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Time uh, to join us on the panel with Tim Witherspoon and, uh, elaborate further as he says in his comments regarding Terrence Crawford and expose the truth with respect to Al Heyman. Let's move along now to, uh, one of my favorite subjects, the heavyweight division, where we see that Alexander Yusik has set Tyson Fury a deadline of March 4th, uh, for a proposed undisputed world heavyweight title showdown to take place. Uh, this is coming out of uh, a company, I believe, out of the UK called Sports Mall, just for you fans out there. Um, on the back of defeating Anti Joshua for a second time in August, it was initially felt that Ukrainian uh, would go up against Fury before the end of the year. However, Yusik told Queensbury Promotions that he would not be ready for November or December, leading to Fury to arrange a third fight with Derek Chisora. Fury, the WBC title holder and promoter, Frank Warren, have frequently stated that a date of December 3rd was necessary in order to facilitate a clash with Usyk in February or March. 
Yusick has now backed up those suggestions, saying that he wants to put his IBF, WBA, and WBO belts on the line by March 4th at the latest. Speaking at the Web Summit in Portugal, Yusick said, Right now, my team is seeking conversations with Tyson Fury, and he is really an unpredictable person, so we can't guarantee you when. For me, the idea would be to fight maybe early February or beginning of March, like March 4th, because I'm an Orthodox Christian. During the great fasting before Easter, I do not fight. So it should be all before or then after Orthodox Easter. So there you go. Bit of an update from Alexander Yusik himself and whether he is willing to fight Tyson Fury. And vice versa, I suppose. Let's move across the pond over to Thompson Boxing's new blood card uh, featuring Oakland's Demoni Kato Kane. He's 7-0. He's undefeated. Six knockouts and a fan favorite uh, over in California. And he's looking to make a statement against Rashid Stevens, who's 6-1, and one, also out of uh, California, a town called Gardena. Uh, New Blood, uh, the card will take place at the Omega Products International Center in Sacramento, California. Uh, and uh, as I said, Thompson Box Boxing has done a great job promoting it. It looks to be a sold-out show. Uh, but with respect to a couple of quotes here that I promised uh, you fight fans, uh, on his matchup with Rashid Stevens, uh, Cato Kane said, we would have essentially the same record if it wasn't for his only loss in his career. He's also a southpaw, and I can't remember the last time I fought a southpaw, so I'm looking forward to the switch up. But that I just want him to come on uh, weight and bring forth his best version of himself. Stylistically, this is a great matchup that the fans will enjoy because we are both going to be letting our hands fly. And uh, when asked about what that win will, if he gets it, will do for his career, it is a blessing to be alive every day, he replied. I want to make the most of each opportunity presented to me. This is just another chance to do just that. I'm going to maximize my potential in this fight and go to the furthest extent possible after the fight. I will do wonders for my, it will do, a win will do wonders for my career. I'm hoping to crack the world rankings in 2023. So a fighter to watch out for, especially if he wins and goes to 8-0, and he'll be moving up, I'm sure, next year. Let's move along uh, to a fight that's happening uh, very shortly. David Morel Jr. is taking on, uh, from Kazakhstan, Aydos um, Yerbosnuli. Sorry for the mispronunciation for my Kazakh fans, but Yerbosnuli. Uh, uh, believes country first and thus Morel's mandatory challenger has no intention of returning to his homeland without the belt Morel draped over his shoulder during their press conference uh, uh, in their hotel uh, just very recently. Uh, most handicappers have made Morel, who's 7-0, six knockouts, at least a 10 to 1 favorite in advance of their Showtime Championship Boxing main event. However, let's keep in mind, your boss Noli is 16 and 0 with 11 knockouts, and he doesn't see himself as even a slight underdog. He says, People can think about Dave Morrell whatever they want to, but I'm confident about myself. And this is, uh, he's, he's telling boxingscene.com this. There's nothing special about him. He's just a regular opponent, he said through his translator. Uh, Yerbos Nuli 
knocked out the only opponent, Lennox Allen, who has faced both him and Morrell in his most recent fight. The 30-year-old contender expected his shot at Morrell's WBA World Super Middleweight title to transpire sooner than 13 and a half months after he knocked out Allen in the 10th round of their September 2021 bout over in uh, Kazakhstan. The 24-year-old Morrell, a confident Cuban-born Southpaw with skill, speed, and power, has fought twice uh, since Yerba Sinoli beat Allen. Morel, in fact, scored uh, a pair of fourth-round stoppages in those title defenses, first against Alantes Fox last last December's 18th. Wow. And most recently, though, uh, versus Calvin Henderson uh, on June 4th. And both those victories took place at the Armory, where Morel and Yerbus Newley will headline Showtime's head, triple header um, this upcoming uh, weekend. Um, says uh, Yerbus Newley, I was ready to take this fight after I defeated Lennox Allen and become the mandatory. Promoters had other plans. I was frustrated when he fought Calvin Henderson on June 4th. It was supposed to be me instead of Calvin Henderson. At that time, I was a little upset, but we figured out everything and I'm fighting him now. Having the belt will open it up the bigger name for me to fight. So now it's okay. Wow. Um, I think let's have a quick look here see if there's anything else on that fight worth mentioning. Uh, before Morel battles here personally, Showtime will air a 10-round middleweight match in which the Dominican Republic's Yeshan Rosario, a former IBF, IBO, WBA, 154-pound champion, will square off against Albuquerque's Brian Mendoza, who's 20-2, by the way. Uh, Mendoza happily replaced Gomez on short notice last week, a couple of days after Gomez sustained an injury to his right wrist while training. Uh, Ukrainian-born Polish prospect Fyodor Sherkazan, who's 20-0 with 13 knockouts, I might add, and Nathaniel Gillimore, 22-5-1, and out of Des Plaines, Illinois, will open up Showtime's telecast in another 10-round middleweight match. So three three great live uh, fights airing on Showtime, uh, who will also televise a replay of the Jake Paul's unanimous decision victory over uh, Anderson Silva. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, given the fact that uh, Jake Paul recently stated he was very disappointed with the pay-per-view numbers that came out, uh, roughly between 200 and 300,000 uh, pay-per-view buys. And given a fellow who has 20 million allegedly 20 million uh, followers uh, on whether it's Instagram or whatever social media he's got 20,000, 30,000, sorry, 200,000, 300,000 pay-per-views. What's that? 10%? 1%? Nah, obviously I'm not a mathematician. All right. That's all the news fit to print for today. I thank you for joining me. Once again, here on Talk and Fight, remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. I'll see you later on at 4 p.m. with uh, Mike Gore and Cedric Ben for Knuckle Up. And uh, it's Female Friday, so they're going to have a, uh, a good one. And also at 7 p.m., as I said, with Tim Witherspoon, and hopefully Oscar De La Hoya will join us. See you later. Thank you for joining me.